This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundations Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Good morning. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show. But this is not Miss Shannon. This is actually producer Sonny sitting in for Miss Shannon. Good morning to you. And thank you for joining us here on the Health and Wealth Show. You can listen to this show by podcast by visiting mytalk1071.com. And if you'd like to call in and be a part of the show, please call us at 651-641-1071. And now we are in with Miss uh, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundations Birth Center and Women's Clinic. Uh, first of all, good morning. Good morning. I don't want to just jump right in. We got to do the pleasantries. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, so I think, Miss Shannon, this is the time where you let everybody know how they can contact you. Or at least I want to do that because when we get this information, you know, if they go, I, you know, that sounded really good. How can I contact Dr. Yeah. Amy Johnson-Grass? Let's get that out the way. So, yep, you can always, you know, learn more about us on our website. Mm-hmm. It's healthfoundations.com. And um, our website gives you lots of information about women's health, about pregnancy, um, things to be thinking about. Um Flashes coming up out of nowhere, stuff like that. You know what? That has been a, such a common question for me this last week in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's been asking me about hot flashes. Is it just because the weather's getting warmer? Mm-hmm. Everybody's noticing them more. I don't know. Yes, it it's been a flashy week. Um, so, I, so check out our website. And I always say, you know, look at us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, it gives you a sense of who we are, what we do, um, if we'd be a good fit. And then you can always give us a call. Um, if you are pregnant and you are looking for a provider, we do offer complimentary consultations. And so that means that you can call. Right now we're doing them virtually. Um, but you meet one-on-one with a person. You ask questions. You get to know about our care. Mm-hmm. Um, and move from there. The experience that I get from the producer side that I'd like about what I hear about your your women's health clinic clinic is that you pay attention to like the little bitty feminine things that other places who are just like, yeah, you can come here and we'll help you with your pregnancy. But there's like these little things that I hear you mention that when I had when I was pregnant myself, I'm like, that would have really been nice if somebody knew something about that or if they mentioned that to me. So I really like to hear that. It sounds like it sounds like a spa, honestly. Well, (laughs) we really we really honor women's health. Mm -hmm. We really honor pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And that sounds funny, but, you know, when on average, you know, in our conventional medical system for pregnancy, generally your prenatal visits are scheduled to be 15 minutes. And I was having, I was listening to this conversation um, the other day when I think it was either a podcast or maybe something on NPR. And I was like, they were talking about in that 15 minutes is do you spend the full 15 minutes with the patient? Right. Or does that also include all of the time that you do charting and phone calling and everything? Right. And the provider that they were talking to, they said in that 15 minutes it includes everything. So on average, they saw a person for about five to six minutes. Mm. And I thought that is so unjust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For women, I had way and more for than five people. minutes of questions in those meetings. Yes. <laughs> well, and it's such a transformative period yeah. in a person's life, yeah. in a family's life. And it's so much more than just checking in on mom and baby and measuring your belly and taking your blood pressure right. and kind of checking the boxes. Mom's doing good, baby's doing mm-hmm. good. Yeah, all the physicality piece of it might what be. What about the emotional and the psychological? 
Yeah. And, you know, that's why people generally are not prepared for labor. Mm. Let's be honest. Mm. You know, when if your provider doesn't talk with you, if they don't get you ready, if you aren't informed, you go into this experience that, you know, I talk about this all the time, right? That we learn about on TV. Mm -hmm. You go into this experience (laughs) with the only knowledge that you have is kind of what you've learned in movies. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, of course it's scary. Of course people don't think that they can't do it with pain meds. Of course, you know, all of these things are a result of that. And it's really just because we don't spend time with pregnant people. Enough, yeah, for us to change that narrative. Because the three places I spent was other women, so like the old wives' tales, sure. and then at the doctor, yeah. and then pretty much by yourself with your own fear. So I appreciate that you, yeah. <laughs> that you guys look into the... But speaking of pregnancy, that's our topic today, not just pregnancy, but what is the topic today? Yeah, top 10 things to do now for a healthy pregnancy in the future. I have a joke. Okay, go ahead. Let's my, hear it. My daughter this morning, she has an A in biology, and I'm not understanding how this happened, with, and she didn't know this. She was like, Mom! The baby doesn't grow in your stomach. I'm like, no, it, it, <laughs> nope, not in the sheet. So she said her she in class last week. The 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 teacher was talking about, it and she was like, so it's not inside your actual stomach. And he was like, nope. And so that I, that's beautiful. I thought that was a beautiful entrance into today's show. We need to yes, have these conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. And yes. Oh my goodness. If you want to even get me started on a soapbox about the education of our children when it uh, comes to health and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that is crazy to I know, me. I know. That is crazy I, I, to I, me. Then I felt like a failing on my part. I'm like, okay, we're going to have to do some down home. Mama, mama going to have to talk to you, baby. Because she, she really looks shocked about it. And I just, I did just as a parent and you're hustling. You assumed that at some point we had this conversation. I'm like, no, we, we really, really didn't. Right. So that's, um, it's, I thought this was like the universe going, you're going to be perfectly prepared for today's topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and not only as a parent, I mean, there's so many things we talk to our kids about, right? Mm-hmm. You, you do. You just kind of catalog some of those back and thinking, yeah. oh yeah, we talked about we that. We talked about that. And it's like, did you though? Right. <laughs> and, you, in depth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in, in this amount of depths that you actually thought right. you needed to, right? Right. And then, um, but gosh, you'd think that they would pick that up. I know. In their journey through school, but know. you know, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. That's yeah. really how far removed we are from a lot of these things as so, a society. So that's why I think we'll appreciate what the yeah. topic is today. Because I, I like this. It's, it sounds uplifting and I might be a person who might want to still have children. So I'm... Yeah, so good things to be I'm thinking about. Yeah, in this, yeah. So again, top 10 things to do now for a healthy pregnancy in the future. Okay. You know, I always like to start with just kind of thinking about some of the basic things that really should be taken care of that mm-hmm. sometimes people don't think about, you know, mm-hmm. prior to thinking about getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And the first one is just making sure you're up to date with your pap and breast exam. Yeah, that's a basic. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that sounds really basic, but if if you're listening or if you really think, when was the last time I've actually gone right, in for a pap? Right. Because that stuff, tell, it tells you things about your body. It does. <laughs> and it can be so preventative. But if there's any issues, you know, that it will influence your pregnancy. Right, right. It might influence your ability to get pregnant. Right. Something so simple. And often this falls off of women's radars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you think, oh, gosh, wasn't that just a year or two ago that I did that? Low and you actually look and it's like, like five. <laughs> right. I'm low-key going, count the years back, ma'am. You might be the one she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just kind of check in and think, okay, when's the last time I've kind of had that general checkup mm-hmm. and had gotten my pap done, gotten the breast exam done? Okay. Um, 
Because that's a great place to start. Okay. okay. Great place to start. Yeah. You know, the other thing that we talk about that not a lot of people think about at all is when is the last time that you've scheduled an appointment with your dentist? Hmm. Are they even doing that right now? They they are, yeah. Are they? Okay. The okay. dentists, I think, are all opened up. We're, we just, my whole family just went in, right? Okay. So okay. I know with COVID, you know, everything's yeah. been kind of delayed yeah. and... Um, they were not doing preventative care for a while, but but why the dentist? What's yeah. the fine there? So there's lots of things that going on in your mouth. So if there's any work that needs to be done, you know, it's good to get it done before pregnancy because sometimes you know X-rays or different medications right. or whatever that looks like um, can't be done the same way in pregnancy. Why? Right. So if you got a tooth issue, baby girl, get that together. Yep. Yeah. Get it taken care of. And yeah. so, but also there's lots of different bacteria in our mouth, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's issues going on, sometimes those issues that are going on with our teeth can affect our full health. Right. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it's not something that, again, people really often think about. Right. But that, you know, if you can go every six months to get your teeth cleaned, mm-hmm. you know, really just try and keep that on your schedule. But if it's been a while and you're thinking about starting a family, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. go and see your dentist and just get checked out. And if you need any work done, get it done prior to think about getting pregnant. Okay, cool. And it's just a good self-care thing. Right? A lot of these <laughs> things are just kind of like... I was wondering. I'm like, I feel like this is going to be like a self-care <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, you know, a pap, going to the dentist. You know, often those aren't things on the, mm-hmm. yay, mm-hmm, I not. get to go and do this today. That's the big girl self-care <laughs> list. Right, right. That's the, li- the little girl one is going to get your nails done and get your to the salon. <laughs> the actual big girl list is you got to take care of the big girl stuff, too. <laughs> yes. And so, for sure, you know, just kind of getting those basic things taken care of. And then if you have any sort of medical or chronic medical condition, mm-hmm. that would be something to start talking with your provider about, okay. Okay. you know, because it's, you know, if you have high blood pressure, um, maybe you've gained a little bit of weight over COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, um, you know, if you have these other issues going on, maybe you have a history of a thyroid, mm-hmm. hypertension, right. Right. not hypertension, hypothyroid, hyperthyroid. Right. You know, kind of making sure you've had that conversation with your provider to see if there's anything else that needs to be done, needs to be thought about. Um, If you're on a medication to make sure that they're okay for pregnancy. Um, Like specifically when we think about thyroid, you know, making sure your levels are in an appropriate range because sometimes that can influence your ability to get pregnant. Okay. You know, so just kind of making sure that whatever is going on with you health wise, you haven't kind of just it's not fallen off your radar. Right. OK. All right. So those are the first three of the top 10 things you need to know before having. Well, say, say, I'm not well, saying this is right. just Nope. This is just number one. We're just thinking about health what? in general. OK, well, OK, it's break time. So we're going to have a very uh, meaty next couple of sections. <laughs> I, this is really good. This is like a big girl self check, self care list. So we will get back uh, with talking with Dr. Amy Johnson Grant from uh, Health Centers, Health Foundations Birth Center and Women's Clinic right back on the Health and Wealth Show. If you'd like to be a part of the show, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. You can listen to the show by podcast by visiting mytalk1071.com, keyword health. 
If you'd like to be a part of the show, 651-641-1071. I am Sonny filling in for Miss Shannon in with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Clinic. And we're talking about the big girl self-check. Yeah. <laughs> the big girl self-care checklist. Yeah. No, what, what's it? What's the name of the list? Let's be honest. Ten things to do now for a healthy pregnancy in the okay. future. Okay. So we talked about some general just kind of health check-ins, right? Yeah. That kind of fall off a lot of our radars, but yeah. just to kind of make sure if, if if pregnancy is in your future, to be thinking about making sure that you've kind of got them checked off your list yeah. and make sure everything looks good. Yeah. You know, I should say, generally, you want to, if you're thinking about getting pregnant, you want to think about giving yourself a minimum of three months to kind of prepare. Okay. So, because it takes a while, you know, we're going to talk about supplements. We're going to talk about, you know, some lab tests and lifestyle changes and those sorts of things. It takes a while for all of that to kind of fall into place mm. and really have an influence. But what a lot of people don't know is the life of a sperm is about three months. And this is a 50, 50 deal, right? When okay. you have a baby, mm-hmm. right? It's, Half the egg, half the sperm. Mm-hmm. It's not just all the person who's going to get pregnant. Right, right. Um, and so when you think of it that way, if there, if you are a smoker, if you drink a lot of alcohol, if you oh. have all these health issues, that will influence that quality of that sperm. And it That's takes, you know, three, for those three months. <laughs> and it takes three months for that life cycle of that sperm to you know, shift Mm. and make change. And so if you are quitting smoking, quitting drinking alcohol, taking a vitamin, you know, all those good things, it takes three months for that sperm to kind of shift out of your body and grow, you know, get healthy. So, you know, a minimum of three months. So it gives you time to do these things. And, you know, it gives you time to get your supplements on board, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. But so planting that seed of time. Yeah, that's good. And it's, you're getting yourself ready because, Woo! <laughs> what yeah. you're about to do. I like this. It seems so proactive. I like that. Well, because I think a lot of time people either think, oh, it's time to have a baby. Right, right. And what just do I do? What do, I do? What do I do? Right, yep. right. And it's like, okay, we're just going to start trying and oh, we're pregnant yeah. and not really have, you know, we don't really learn to think ahead a little bit mm-hmm. about this pregnancy parenting piece yeah. all the time. And so, um, so I really encourage you to give yourself the a little grace yeah and give yourself the gift of time yeah. <laughs> i like that i like that see um, <laughs> so you know we did talk about the health stuff but there's also some you know just lab tests that are really helpful okay. to do prior to getting pregnant because if their levels are low you can change them differently outside of pregnancy than inside of pregnancy mm-hmm. so the first thing to do check your blood pressure yeah yeah. Blood pressure plays a big role in your health in general, but it will definitely play a big role in your pregnancy. You mm-hmm. don't want high blood pressure in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Or if you do have high blood pressure and you don't know about it, you need to be on medication, then you really need to start the medication. Yeah, um, It's healthy and it's more healthy and safer for you and for baby. Right. Um, so blood pressure, super simple. You know, if you don't want to go to your provider for that or just want to check in, my gosh, there's places everywhere. Go to the pharmacy, you know, go to Did the... they used to have it at Walgreens where you check the... Yep, yeah, Walgreens, yeah. CVS, you know, they have it at most of those types of places. Yeah, I think yeah. you can stop by, or at least you used to be able to stop by fire stations. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And they, a lot of times they'll have those signs outside their door that say stop by for a blood pressure check. Right. I, when I was younger, when I remember first noticing that, we used to sit in that thing all the time. 
<laughs> right? Now I'm grown and I never go near. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> Things change as we get older. Yep. Huh? <laughs> the other thing that, you know, we talked a little bit about with the health piece is just getting your thyroid checked. Yeah. If you have a family history of any thyroid issues yeah, yeah. or if, um, if it comes up in your health check that, you know, maybe that's something that is a good idea to check for. Again, you know, it can influence your ability to get pregnant. It also can influence your pregnancy if your thyroid hormone levels are out of range. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, again, something else that you can either, um, if you need medication, then you can be on medication for. But definitely something easy to check and find out more information about. The other thing that we do um, that we recommend is something called a complete blood count. It looks for any abnormalities in your red or white blood cells. So white blood cells are all of your immune system. Mm -hmm. Red blood cells we think of um, for checking for anemia. Okay. And um, we pair this with, we also like, you know, everybody knows that I love to check your ferritin levels. So if if you have iron deficiency anemia or if you're anemic outside of pregnancy, that is something you absolutely want to take care of before you get pregnant. So it means that you... Your iron stores are just low. What ha- why, why, why is that so important? Well, a couple of reasons. In pregnancy, you know, not a lot of people know that your blood volume doubles in pregnancy. Isn't that crazy? Is that why we get plump? So- <laughs> <laughs> it's the, that's not, that's not it. <laughs> that, that, not it. That's not it. <laughs> but, um, and so there can be kind of just a natural decrease a little bit in iron in general in pregnancy. That's why we check it a few times in pregnancy. Is it Pre- just because it's not like not enough to go around? Well, it's kind of like diluted in a little oh, bit of a way like if you think down. about it. Yeah, okay. It's kind of an easier way to think about it. Okay. Um, so we just make sure that it doesn't go down too much. But, you know, I'll be honest. We check everyone's hemoglobin, which is your iron that's just circulating and you're using mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Um, and readily available, and your ferritin, which is your iron stores. And it is just astounding how many people are low. Mm. And even, you know, most providers check your hemoglobin. That's kind of standard. Not a lot of providers check ferritin. And what we're finding is even if women's hemoglobin can be within a normal range, their ferritin, which is their iron stores, are so low. And so a lot of times... Women are walking around walking into tired the, right. and all of these things. And the interesting thing is that's what we, you know, that we walk around and that is our normal. Mm-hmm. That's what we know is normal. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we start supplementing women with iron and they start feeling better. And they're mm-hmm. like, this is my new, no-. like, I feel good. Yeah. This is my new normal. Yeah. And you just don't know how much better you can feel. feel until you feel it. You never know fresh air until you actually smell it. Yeah. <laughs> and you think this is just the way life is. Well, mm-hmm. no. Right. And it's because we're our store, the stores itself where we store iron is low. Yeah. Wow. So walking into a pregnancy, how does. So it influences, you know, how you feel. You know, it can add to the fatigue. It can add to, you know, um you know, difficulty kind of catching your breath. Right. It also plays a role in, you know, how healthy the placenta is, you know, all these other pieces that play into it. And so, but we just want you to feel good. Right. Right. You know, I pregnancy. Yeah. And I just, you know, I I'll throw this out there. We're talking about kind of those top 10 things to do prior to pregnancy, but 
in general, ladies, if you have not had your iron checked and you are just dragging and feeling tired, you know, really go in and see your provider and get some of these basic labs done. Mm -hmm. Because if they check out great, great. But if they don't, these are super easy things to be able to fix. And they don't tell us about iron, man. So I've just (laughs) been on this bandwagon, I feel like, the last couple of years just saying, hey, have you had your have you had your iron checked? <laughs> because you know it's not very expensive, and it's something that you can you know really make a difference and right. feel different. If that's something that is it a food thing or is it a supplemental thing? Because you say it's easy, so is it a supplement or just it's a diet shift? It's a well, it can be both. So we okay. do talk about iron rich foods yeah. because um, you can make sure that they're in your diet. Okay, um, but and this we, is all theoretically in the three months that we're preparing for the yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But we also do talk about supplementing. Because because that way um, your iron levels will, you know, raise quicker mm-hmm. and um, and you get to the level that you need to be. But I think just knowing that you were low and including those iron rich foods in your diet mm-hmm. only helps. OK. All right. So that's that's the lab test. That's the that's lab, the lab okay. test. All right. That's important. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that, you know, I talk a lot about is checking your vitamin D levels. You know, we're not checking to necessarily see how high you are, a lot of times in Minnesota, we're checking to see how low you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so um, you can supplement higher doses of vitamin D if you need to bring your levels up outside of pregnancy, where there's a threshold that we supplement with during pregnancy. But vitamin D plays a role in a lot of different health functions. And so inflammation in your body and your immune system and your bone health and mm-hmm. your development, all of these things you know, I think over the years, a lot of people have heard just the amount of roles vitamin D plays in our life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if you are a person who is outside and in the sun and, you know, all of those things thinking, oh, I get enough vitamin D, likely in Minnesota, you're still maybe low. And so maybe don't don't make that assumption. It's the six months of gray. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, we, it's time for a break. Um, so what are we going to talk about? What are we going to hit when we come back? Diet and lifestyle. Absolutely. It's, all, it's always diet and lifestyle. <laughs> That's what we're talking about here on the Health and Wealth Show today. If you'd like to be a part of the show, 651-641-1071. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. You can listen to our show as a podcast at MyTalk1071.com. I am Sonny filling in for Miss Shannon, in with Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundations Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. And we are talking about just some really like important stuff that you should know and do um, if you are thinking about being pregnant. But I just feel like this is a big girl self-care list, personally. A lot of this, you're right. <laughs> it's not only for just thinking about getting mm-hmm. pregnant. A lot of this is just for your health in general. Yeah, yeah, on some real, and it's like really basic, but I like it because it sounds, it sounds simple. It doesn't sound overwhelming. It sounds like stuff I've been doing anytime I go to the clinic and like on like really basic visits. It sounds like that's the stuff. Yeah. And I just think, you know, making sure you know about it. I mean, we all have to be advocates for our own health. Yes, ma'am. Um, I think even more so in our current medical climate that it's really difficult to just, feel like you can hand over all your authority and say, just take care of me. Right. I don't think that works so much anymore. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion, though. But so knowing about these few things, being informed, knowing, you know, some of the questions to ask, Mm -hmm. 
um, might get you more information. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like you giving us these things. I think when you go in and have these things tested, it leads to all these other different conversations that you may not have even known you needed to hear. So, yeah, because it sometimes opens the door to say, oh, well, you were you're experiencing these symptoms. Well, then maybe we need to have an even bigger conversation about something else. Um, So, yeah, so it's it's good things to just be thinking about, ask questions about, investigate more. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we've talked about general health stuff. We've talked about some lab tests. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, of course, we have to talk about diet and lifestyle. (laughs) So thinking about getting pregnant, you know, the first thing I think about is, you know, really starting to think about eliminating your caffeine. Okay. Eliminating your alcohol intake. Where is caffeine? Caffeine is in sneaky places, though, isn't it? Oh my gosh! Other than caffeine, co- yeah. you know, it used to be like soda yeah. and coffee. Yeah, and you didn't, you know, we didn't really have too much of a conversation mm-hmm. outside of that. But now it's like in the seltzer waters, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of some of the foods that we mm-hmm. eat that give us these boosts of energy. Yeah. You know, look and see if that's caffeine on the label. Yeah, it is. But those seltzer waters, I mean, because now it's like the seltzer waters, they don't have any calories. They don't have any, you know, anything in them, really. But they still have that fizziness. They got the kick of caffeine. But they definitely have a kick of caffeine. (laughs) Be careful, y'all. They were replacing everybody's Coke, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Coke and best friend. One more sip. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So caffeine, alcohol, you know, if it gets back again, really check in. And think about what you're taking on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and check in with somebody to make sure whether it's supplements, whether it's prescription medications, that those are really things that you can think about taking in pregnancy. Mm. Because what we find when we see people sometimes is they've been taking um, medications for a period of time and it's just part of their routine and it's part of their health story. And they've never really thought about having that conversation with a provider to think about, oh, I want to get pregnant. And right. then we see them in early pregnancy and they're on these kind of bigger medications. And yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, we have to have this conversation about either changing the medication or weaning off or finding right. another solution for you that would have actually been easier to do outside of pregnancy right. and to afford a little bit more time. And I always worry, you know, um, especially if it's any sort of, um, like antidepressant, anti-anxiety, mm-hmm. medications that help you sleep. You know, some of those are okay in pregnancy and some aren't. But those are also helping you function on a very, you know, real level. Basis. Mm-hmm. And so it's not something that we just want to stop abruptly either. Right. And that's why... um And especially if we're stopping maybe altogether or you're changing a medication, you know, all of that takes time. And we still want you to be a a healthy functioning person Mm -hmm. and not, you know, mess that up in the the middle of it, in the middle of it all. Mm -hmm. So you afford yourself more flexibility and more time if you can do that prior to pregnancy and feel like, okay, we have a good plan. I feel well regulated, whatever that is. Um, and not worried because sometimes then when we start having these conversations in early pregnancy, they're Mm -hmm. like, well, I've taken these medications for the first six or eight or 12 weeks. Does that mean that, that 
is bad for baby? Is that bad for me? Is that bad for the pregnancy? And it causes another level of anxiety as well. I mean, just being pregnant, just on a on a very basic level, there's just so many emotions. And it's this just sounds like such a good, nice thing. I mean, I'm human. We all human and we understand it's you 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 can't plan stuff, but if oh, you can, yeah. this is this is so I just keep putting myself in a position if I had had this this manual, I just, it would have been like, okay, well, at least I got the basics out the way. I can worry about these stretch marks and just focus on that. Like I, this, I love this. I love how pro, it's very proactive. Well, you're, you, you hit it right on the head, right? Because then if you don't have to be thinking about these other things yeah. in pregnancy, it leaves you to be pregnant. Right, right, right. And deal with the normal pregnancy things yeah. versus kind of all the normal pregnancy things and. And the other stuff. All of this other stuff <laughs> right. that could be coming up. Right. Um, water, you know, uh, mm-hmm, always, goodness, we talk a lot about water on the show. <laughs> we just don't drink a lot of water in real life. <laughs> right. And so, you know, that is, and that is something that takes time to establish a habit. Mm. Any tips? Yeah. So <laughs> the biggest one that I've found are two. One is either a water app, you know, okay. an app on your phone or okay. whatever device your watch, you know, mm-hmm. watches are great for this because then they water time. ding and they say, mm-hmm. take a sip of water. Mm-hmm. Um, or a bottle that you either know how much you need to drink in a day. So if you have a favorite water bottle and you think I have to drink four of these and just make sure that it's with you all the time right. or that you know, sometimes the bottles actually have timing on them. Oh, wow, really? And so it'll say you have to drink this much by 9 o'clock and this much by I like 12 that. o'clock. And so I actually do like that as well. I like that. And those bottles come in various sizes. So if you want a smaller bottle, you can say, okay, this is 16 ounces or 24 ounces right. or 64 ounces, whatever it is. And it breaks up that time and you say, oh, okay, well, then I can just kind of set my timing then with however many bottles I need to drink in a day. But, you know, I did see something popped up on social media, you know, how the social media ads Mm. always advertise to us. And I thought, oh, I must have been talking about water around my phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it's an notice with these water bottles with timers on them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, there's even one that's like a gallon. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I would struggle with that amount of water. Mm-hmm. Kudos to people who can get that amount of water in each day. But, um, you know, start off small and then just know everybody's like, well, my gosh, I, f- I know I'm going to like pee all of the time. Mm. Does that re- does I heard that that regulates after a while. Yes. 10 to 14 days. That's a long 10 to 14 <laughs> days. <laughs> Dr. Amy. But at least it's not like months. That's true. Right? That's so, true. Um, That's a killer two weeks. I always think of our body as kind of like a water table. You know, and so it's kind of like the environment. You put in more water and it takes a while for our body to be able to think about, okay, this is the new amount I need to regulate. Ah, And then after a while it evens out and and it's not quite... you're not running to the bathroom as quite as much. All I the will time. say this. It's it's good to know that it's two weeks because I can remember being like, I got to be water conscious. And I made it like three days and was like, I can't live like this. <laughs> I can't keep going to the bathroom because I work with kids at the time, too. Oh. Like, nah, we can't. Uh, the teacher cannot take potty breaks. So I just so it's good no. to know that it's two weeks. Yeah. To regulate. Yep. So that's good. Good. Yep. So hang just in there, y'all. Give yourself two weeks and <laughs> and it kind of evens out. And so. But yeah, 
Oh gosh, I hear that with lots of people who work with kids. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I have to time my bathroom breaks, and if I get one in the morning, it's a good day. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. I, I, working with kids is a whole nother conversation, Doctor Amy. Yes, <laughs> yes, I can imagine it is. This, it, this is that's the conversation we have after this. Once the baby gets here, <laughs> right? Oh my goodness, all of the things to think about postpartum mm-hmm. and parenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our kids are older now. You know, both of our kids. Yeah. And, um, but my goodness, those early days. Mm-hmm. And I always say, thank goodness I didn't just automatically get a teenager. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's a, that's an interesting way to think about it like that. Like, you know, we start off with the baby stage because yeah. as the babies grow, we grow as parents. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we learn and it's kind of like our infancy <laughs> as a parent yep. during their infancy. Yep. And then we go through our toddler stage and they go through yep. their toddler stage. Yep. Yep. It's very interesting. But if somebody would have just handed me <laughs> a teenager, I'd have been like, I gave it right back. <laughs> it was like, oh nope. my gosh, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Even though that's how you really feel when they're a kid. Because, you know, they're not mobile and they don't talk. No, right? <laughs> so, and you just, yeah. But they have at least, skills. yeah, they have at least a decade worth of emotions and opinions and ideas by the time they be, uh, become a teenager. Uh-huh. We need to show on that one, Dr. Amy. That would be fun. <laughs> we we need absolutely to show on do. That one. that one will be coming up this summer. <laughs> Um, okay, other things, you know, clean up your environment. We yeah. talked about this even a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Avoid, Nesting. yeah, avoid exposures to heavy metals, to chemicals. Mm. You know, we as a society are just exposed to so much. Mm-hmm. And so think, you know, think about what are you using in your laundry room? Yeah. How are you cleaning your clothes? You know, <laughs> dryer sheets are probably one of the more toxic things. Oh, we... but they smell so good, Dr. Amy. I know, but just think of all of those chemicals that are on that sheet are now on your clothes. But they smell good. I and hear you, then, I, hear you. I, I know, hear you. I know. And then they absorb into our skin. Yeah, when we're sweating, yeah. 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 And our skin is very absorbable. Yeah. And so, man, you know, thinking about, you know, those things, thinking even about what you're using to clean your house. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's what, important. Yeah. And the, even the chemicals, the, you mean? Yes. Yeah. And if you think about if you have a very strong smelling cleaner, it's strong smelling. You know, that means all of those particles in the air right. oh. are actually chemicals that you are breathing. Oh, in. you're killing the OCD. In right. Me, <laughs> the smell is the whole point. Doctor. I know. But you but know, kind of you. correlate yeah. it. Right. If yeah. That means there's particles in the air and yeah. then you're getting them all in your body. Yeah. You know, really think about what you're using to wash your hair and wash your body and the lotion you're putting on your skin. See, that's why I said this the big girls list. You got to be a big girl. You got to be like, you got to be honest with yourself. I don't want to think about the shampoo. I don't want to think about the the pine salt. I want to be like, ah, I smell good. The walls smell good. (laughs) Like, great. But you trying to have a kid, we're going to have to change up this environment real quick. And also think, you know. That means you're also changing up the environment for them. Yeah. yeah. Because if yeah. you're making these changes early on, then you're just making a healthier household That's for them to grow up in. Yeah. And, nice. you know, less exposure at home because, my gosh, we're so exposed everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And home is where, you know, that's where you live. That's where you live. <laughs> um, and then also really think about plastic. Ah, that you sneaky know, guy. Okay. Yeah, don't heat up your food in plastic in the microwave. All that leaches into your food. Uh, you know, think about how you're storing your food. You know, we do have a lot of chemicals in our foods and in our storage practices and all of those sorts of things. As much as you can minimize that a little bit at home, 
um, really helps. I will say this. This is all for the temporary. <laughs> well, well, no, you're doing well. It's it should be a longitudinal it thing, but be. it really should be. These should be things that you, especially if you're going to bring a kid into the world, this yeah. definitely should be something. And you want to really get yourself in that state of mind of these are the things because it doesn't stop there. Then you got to do the baby locks and all kind of extra oh, stuff. All <laughs> of those things. It all is, the things. All the things. It is break time. We are speaking with Dr. Amy Johnson Grass about. Um, things that you need to know in order to just be healthy or if you'd like to get pregnant, if you'd like to be a part of the show, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. You can listen to this show as a podcast. I understand it's Sunday morning. You might be moving around. We get it. We got you. We have a podcast. Visit MyTalk1071.com, keyword health. I am Sonny filling in for Miss Shannon and with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. If you got any questions for the show, 651-641-1071. Comments as well. But today we're talking about uh, some things you need to know to just really like be healthy on some basic stuff. But like <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to expand your family and have a kid, these are really good tips to know as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So other things. Okay, so we've talked about general health stuff. We've yeah. talked about some lab tests. Yes. We've talked a l- very little bit about diet and yep. lifestyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about supplements. Okay. Okay. So these are things that you're going to want to start three to six months before you plan to start trying okay. to get pregnant. Okay. Prenatal vitamin. Okay. Very basic thing. Easy to do. Um, really, you know, it's... When we talk about supplements, we have to think about quality. Yeah, because I was going to be like, now, wait a minute. I, I hit on, on the health guru circuit <laughs> that yeah. not all supplements are created equal, Dr. Amy. That's absolutely right. <laughs> not all supplements are created equal. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard sometimes, I feel like, as a consumer to say, okay, well, this is a good supplement. This is not yeah. a good supplement. Yeah. But the one one way to look at that is if there's any colors Mm-hmm. In your supplements, mm-hmm. that's not a good supplement. Okay, okay. There should not be colors. There should not be fillers. Why would you need a color? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I think about that a lot of our medications, whether we get these bright blue and bright red pills, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is so senseless and needless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get the identity, and not all pills should be white, so then people get confused. But mm-hmm. when you think about the amount of dyes that we put in our body mm-hmm. just through our medications, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it just... it. It's the Flintstone of, kids. I don't oh imagine. Just imagine God. how much of us are walking around <laughs> with all that dye in our stomachs. <laughs> so um, look on the back of your bottle. And this is true for any of your supplements, right? Mm-hmm. There should not be any colors. Okay. If there's colors, just throw it away. Okay. You know, Ooh. let it go. <laughs> don't think I have to use these But it up. was eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, another kind of just general thing that helps is, you know, I know Target and I know a lot of the pharmacies carry better brands these Mm, days. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's absolutely true. Um, so that, you know, they are a resource for some supplements. However, you know, I really think like the co-ops and the places like Whole Foods and Fresh and Natural and those sorts of stores, they they carry more reputable brands. So okay. it's easier as a consumer to go in and look on the shelf and kind of discern a little bit about what supplement to get. Okay. Um, because a lot of them, you know, the supplements that they do carry, or at least when I go in and I look, then because I, I like to browse the shelves every once in a while mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to say, okay, when I'm sending people in for supplements, is this still what their <laughs> experience Good. is going to be, right? Thank you, Dr. Amy. <laughs> um, because, 
you know, they've done the legwork, you know, those stores, you know, like the co-ops and Whole Foods and those stores, they've done the legwork for you to kind of already weed out. Okay. Okay. That's what I was going to say. How do you, I mean, how do you know? How do you weed it out? Right. And so that's why I say kind of start there sometimes. Amazon, not really a great, reliable place for supplements because you hear about, you know, you hear even about beauty products and supplements and all these things where, yeah, I bought my supplements in a store and then I was in a pinch. So I just bought it on Amazon so it would show up. But mm-hmm. gosh, they looked a little different or they taste a little different or the mm-hmm. label was a little different. That's true for Amazon. You can't, it's it's not necessarily a reliable source of quality for supplements. Amazon is great. Don't get me wrong for yeah. so many other things. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe not supplements. Right. Right. So, um, I always say too, you know, generally one a days are not the way to go. One a day is supposed to be like, it's got everything in one pill, right? Yep. Okay. And there is a brand called one a day. Yeah. So don't get confused with that. I, I'm just saying a one a day pill in general. Yeah. It's, it's really not. difficult for our bodies to break that down and utilize it all from one pill or, you know, it's, oh, it is wow. generally a pressed pill. So. You know, because you think the, all these molecules and all these vitamins and minerals, they're packing them into one pill mm-hmm. and then our bodies have to break that down, absorb it and utilize it. Right. And um, there's lots of ways, you know, ways in that system or, or that process that can not always work optimally, whether it's the breaking down in our body or absorbing oh. or whatever that is. Okay. And then if they're putting in a lot of one a days, also put in colors and fillers. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if it's colors, throw it away. (laughs) If you can um, tolerate or, you know, generally food-based vitamins are tolerated a little bit better. That will say it right on the label. And they're called what? Food-based? Food-based. So it's something they're getting their vitamins and minerals from actually foods and they're concentrating them and putting them in a vitamin versus a synthetic. So a um, a manufactured type vitamin or mineral. Wow. Um. And I know there's lots of uh, prenatals out there that maybe say, like, take six a day. Well, there's lots of good ones that you can take two or three a day as well. So, um, so, but hopefully that gives you a place to start. You know, we have a website um, that lists some of those good brands. We actually sell them at our clinic. We have a couple different options um, of the brands that we really like and we know women and pregnant people tolerate really well. So that's another option as well. The other thing to be thinking about is um, omega-3 and DHA. So a lot of people think of fish oils. Yeah. Great to be taking both in pregnancy and before pregnancy. DHA helps with brain development for baby. And brain development happens well after birth. But you want all of that time that baby's in your belly and that brain is developing to get good amounts of DHA. Right. The omega-3s and the omega-6s and those those parts of the fish oil um, help the pregnancy, but really help the pregnant people because they, you know, the number one reason I like to use fish oils, and there's lots of great reasons for fish oils, but especially today and today's time is it helps with mood. What? Yeah. So fish oils, if um, fish oils can really help with mood stabilization. And so it's a great, great, great place to start. I'm not saying that that's the only all end all be all. I right. mean, there's always, you know, there's, there's therapy things. and there's then there's fresh air and sunshine yes, and exercise and there's, exercise, right. and there's right. medications and there's food and all of these things. But I just always fish heard oils. fish oils like with smarts, not like with yeah. mood. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. And so um, 
It can help, you know, get ready for pregnancy. But there's lots of changes happening in pregnancy, right? And, you know, we talk a little bit about the anxiety. You hear about sometimes uh, these baby blues or, you know, there's lots of emotions that can happen in pregnancy. And having fish oils on board is one way, and it's well-researched, you know, one way that can help with that mood piece. Okay. Wow. Um, So there's something to think about. I just, I took, my mom gave us cod liver oil, but not in pill form, like the oil. Yes, I took that for a while. Oh man, I'm just traumatized by anything fish oil. So I'm like, (laughs) well, Sonny, we're an adult now. Let's try it now. It'll help with the mood. So I do like Nordic Naturals. I will will say that it's a very clean and reputable brand. Okay. They have third-party testing to say that they don't have heavy metals, um, you know, in their fish oils. But also what they do is they put it in a pill form. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they add essential oils, so like lemon or, you know, those sorts of things. So it doesn't have that fishy taste. But also another thing to be thinking about is, you know, their oils are quite pure, right? Mm -hmm. And so they don't have that as strong of fishy taste and flavor. You know, if your fish oils have a very pungent odor. (laughs) Just like the regular fish. (laughs) Maybe, well, try a different brand. Right, right. Don't give up on the fish oil like I did. No. Come back, come back. There are benefits, and there are other uh, businesses who are, like you said, when when fish don't smell good, it's never a good right. thing. Right, never a good thing. And it's an oil, right? So right. it can go bad. So if it's mm. been in your, sh- you know, look right. at the expiration date on all of these bottles. Because it's kind of like some of <laughs> it's kind of like some of our health checkups. I feel like sometimes we get all these supplements and we're really good, and then they go up on our shelf and we kind of forget about them. Yeah, and then we, yeah. we re. <laughs> I'm going to get back into that supplement yes. uh, schedule I made. And then they come out again. And in our mind, it's been like, oh, it's only been like a couple weeks. And it might have been yeah, <laughs> uh, years. And so, you know, always look at that expiration and just, you know, they aren't shelf life 100% forever. I'm so sad. But we are at the end of the show, Dr. Amy. Yeah. Grass, and I'm just, I, I enjoy it. A lot of this stuff I need to hear. But for those who may have missed it, or who would like to hear this? First of all, you can listen to a pod to listen to the podcast of the show at mytalk1071.com. Um, and then how can we contact you? Because we want to know more about the fish oils. Yeah, healthfoundations.com <laughs> or give us a call at 651-895-2520. Again, you can listen to An idea has just been born. No one has seen it yet. It's tiny, but with the potential to change everything. Every new idea is precious in this way, sometimes fragile or half-baked its worth might not be immediately obvious. To survive, we must protect their little sparks. There it goes. Good luck, little guy. So many ideas like this are never realized. They could have been so much more than a line in an email or a mumble on a video call. When ideas are explored on Miro, the visual collaboration whiteboard, they're seen by the whole team in real time. Thoughts come to life and grow through team collaboration. Miro is a space where all ideas are taken seriously, and seriously good ideas come together in unexpected ways. Join over 30 million people collaborating at Miro.com. M I R O.com.